Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Melanin and Miles, your favorite travel podcast. Today we are kicking off our Study Abroad trilogy. We are doing a three-part series on Study Abroad and you're listening to part one where we go in depth about our Study Abroad experiences. We have some really funny stories that we want to share with you guys and just in general, like where we went, how was it like, what was it like getting the program through our school and all that stuff. And then part two, we're going to talk about pre-abroad, so how you guys can find the right program, how you can apply and everything you need to do up until your departure date. And then part three, we're going to talk about how to take advantage of time abroad and all of the things like weekend trips, studying, getting that work done, and all of the things that go into being in a foreign country. And we're also just going to wrap it up with a few takeaways from our abroad experience. So let's get started with part one. Alrighty. So like Joy said, we're first going to talk about what we actually did abroad. And so I had gone to Salamanca, Spain. Um, it's like a medium-sized town, nothing like that fancy. And Joy, where did you go? I also went to Spain. I studied abroad in Madrid, which is the capital of Spain. So it's a bigger city. And I actually was there for my spring semester this year. So January through May 2019. And I also did a program through my university, which is USC. And they have kind of like, there's a school there called the Instituto Internacional, and it's shared between like USC, Syracuse, and a bunch of other US schools. So we have like a couple of classrooms there. So it was really convenient that it was like still through my school. Cool. And so mine was a summer program. I went the summer after my freshman year in 2017 from like May to August. It was about 12 weeks long. I did it through a company called AIFS, and that's like partnered through Hampton University, my school, and a bunch of like other universities. And I actually studied at at the University of Salamanca where I took like four or three classes during that summer. Gotcha. I actually got to visit that university. It's like so old and like yeah, it is. historical. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's also weird because it's not like a campus really. It's like the whole city is the like I don't know. Like it's not like a typical college campus. Like you can literally like walk through the whole entire city 
and find like a building that belongs to Cecil. Yeah, that was pretty cool to like go and visit. You said you took three classes. Yeah, I took three classes in Spanish with like Spanish professors and then one class in English, but the professor was still like a Spaniard. So that was like a thing. And like our classes, we weren't mixed with other students. We were actually just like all USC students in the same classes. And then we like spoke Spanish in class. So it was easy because like there were no natives that were like stunning on us. But some people were like the natives from like Latin America. So like they did very well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of my, well, all three classes I took were in Spanish and all taught by like Spaniard professors. They like, I think like the professors I had were used to having like foreign students, like study abroad students. But like Mm -hmm. the campus is generally like a school people would go to, like even if they study in Spanish. And so we had a lot of like study abroad students in my program. So, Mm -hmm. and I think like Salamanca in general is like a big study abroad city to go to. Right. So even like, I don't know if we, if we like tried to cheat and like kind of speak like our native tongue in class or something like that, like it didn't work out because no one had this tongue. Like (laughs) there was like a bunch of people that did speak English, but like not that many, like, like some people spoke French, some people spoke like other languages. So Spanish was like the easiest way to like communicate with everybody, especially if it's like a group project or something. Gotcha. That's cool. Like that's different because like everyone probably had weird accents. Yeah. 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 I also like, I know, I think we both said we got to finish our Spanish minor there. So study abroad's like a good chance to finish like a language minor. So that was cool. I took those four classes and I think I took like two before I left for Spain. So like that was kind of like my whole Spanish minor wrapped up. Yeah. I had, I had AP credit from high school for Spanish and then Mm -hmm. also just like classes I took throughout freshman year. And then by the time I studied abroad, I was pretty much done. Yeah. So other than like school, I lived with a host family. So basically I lived with a family who didn't speak any English and my family actually lived with two families. I switched after like two weeks of living with my first family. My first family was just like a single woman who was like getting her PhD or something or I just finished her PhD. And then I switched host families just because it wasn't a match for me and my roommate. And then me and like another student from my school who was my roommate, we moved to a different host family that was a couple that was in their 70s. And then they had a son who was in their 30s who lived at home with them, which is like very common in Spain. And like their kids live at home until they get married, basically. And he was like a dentist, I think. And with the host family, like the convenience was you got like three meals a day included. So I didn't have to like buy a lot of food in theory, but I didn't like the food. So I ended up buying it anyways. (laughs) What's a typical like what's a typical meal you got that was like nasty? (laughs) Yeah. So the thing is, it's hard. I'm I was vegetarian like throughout my whole time there. Um, I didn't eat meat. And then so in Spain, that is like very uncommon, like especially if you're not in Madrid, like and you're in like a smaller city, like they will look at you like you're insane. So like my host mom had said she had hosted like vegetarians before. So like, okay, cool. So like a typical meal would be like a salad, but it's literally lettuce with olive oil and like sometimes tomato and sometimes carrot, never both. 
Um, <laughs> and then like she would like put salt on the salad and I was like, sis, I don't want this. I don't want high blood pressure. Um, so she stopped, she stopped putting salt on the salad. And then I realized that was like the only seasoning I would ever get. So I missed <laughs> the salt on the salad. So it was just leaves and oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I was literally a rabbit. And then like for the main meal, we would either have, she would make this like spaghetti, but it was literally just like pasta, generic sauce, and then like some like tasteless cheese. Like she didn't put anything in the sauce. Like it wasn't fresh sauce, no oregano, no nothing. I was like, (laughs) sis. And then another meal we would have was like, my last meal, I'm gonna rant about this right now. I thought that my last meal there was gonna be like a farewell meal, like goodbye, sis, like love you. I was like, oh, like what's for dinner? And like the host dad was like, soup. And I was like, okay, (laughs) turn up. And I go in this pot. He's like, yeah, it's like rice soup. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. It's literally, they boiled the rice and did not dump the water out. What? And that was the soup. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I didn't eat it. I did not eat it. I literally was like, I can't eat this. This It's my last day. I'm done with this. Like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like literally like throughout my whole study abroad process, like, oh, and then we had for lunch every day, I had the same sandwich because our options were a um, Spanish omelet, which is like potato and egg on bread or a vegetable sandwich. So the first time she made me my omelet, it was all egg and like three potatoes. And I'm not a big fan of eggs. So I said, hey, like just make me the vegetable sandwich every day for the next four months. What? <laughs> so the vegetable sandwich it was so bad. So it's like I literally would get sick like thinking about it. So here's the variation. So it would be like bread, uh-huh. like a baguette. Okay, baguette's fine, whatever. But then she would, I was like, I just want a little bit of like mayo or whatever. She would wrench it in mayo. Like the bread is soggy by the time it gets. Yes, and yes. then she would put the lettuce next to the mayo. Everyone knows you put the cheese next to the condiment so that it don't get wilted. Yeah. So the lettuce would be like brown by the time I got oh to eat lunch. God. And then she would put like weird stuff. Like she would put like boiled eggs on it or like, like, and the thing was that made it worse. So imagine a sandwich with mayo, eggs, wilted lettuce, and then she didn't put it in the fridge overnight. She made it the night before. Bonifaz is like, did you guys have like the, like you had like lunch where you went home and everything? Like it was like. No, I like we couldn't go home because like we had class before and like we didn't have a long siesta. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like we couldn't go home. So they like packed our lunches. But literally this was just our family. Like the one of my friends, their host mom was like a caterer. So they had like five star meals every day. Wow. That's. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was just went on like tragic. a really long rant. But that was the reality of my study abroad. I went to the Mercadona supermarket every day and I got a falafel wrap for two euros and that. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, the homeless guy like near my school it was getting sandwiched every day. <laughs> That's yeah. That sounds so tragic. <laughs> that whole lunch situation. Okay. Well, my situation <laughs> was nothing like that. <laughs> I also lived with the host family. Um, I just had a host mom. She was like in her 50s, maybe like 60. Mm-hmm. And then I had a host sister who was like in her 20s. And then we had, well, like my host mom was pretty cool. She also like made meals. Like it was supposed to be like three meals a day. Also, 
episode, but the way like I never really woke up in time for breakfast. And then like also <laughs> Spanish breakfast is like not even like a real like breakfast Ugh. thing. It's I had like... untoasted bread and Nutella every morning. <laughs> they didn't even have a toaster. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I mean, like, but I really don't even thing... toast my bread now. Like I forget I have a toaster. What? <laughs> you got that used to it? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like I was eating like a bagel with nothing on it the other day, like not toasted. I was like, this is what Spain did you. Oh my God. <laughs> well, mine was not like that. We had, well, I think for breakfast, like once my host mom realized, oh wait, going back. So I had a host mom, host sister. And then also I had a roommate that was in my study abroad program. Mm-hmm. But um, like we didn't really, we just like shared a room. We didn't really do much together. And I got my own room. Ha ha. Wow. That must've been nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. So I could throw up and <laughs> so um like once she realized like my host mom realized like me and my roommate like weren't getting up for breakfast or anything and like she re- barely made anything for breakfast anyways she just kind of like showed us like where everything was in the kitchen and she like didn't get up for us like in the okay, morning yeah we weren't allowed to touch anything <laughs> oh <laughs> I was for the first couple of weeks I couldn't even spread the sauce on my bread for what? breakfast like I couldn't even pour my own pepper on my what like I'd be like tienes pimienta and she'd be like see sí. and then dump it all over my food and I'm like I want to do oh, my no. own condiments oh no yeah we have very different situations my husband was so like laid back she just like showed us where everything was she'd be like take some fruit out the fridge you can leave and like go to school or whatever that's fine isn't that grand so <laughs> we would do that and then I would go to class at like 9 in the morning and then I'd be done by like 11 and then I would the go day? out with like yeah I because it was like a summer thing so I only had like two classes in the first half of the thing and then oh, one okay. class in like the last half oh that's great. Uh, like yeah so like the first four weeks was like my first two classes and the last like or the first five or six weeks was my first two classes and the last five or six weeks was my last one class mm-hmm. but anyway so like I would have class from like 9 to 11 and then after that I would like just like go out and hang out with friends or whatever then I'd come back home for lunch for like La Comida and like lunch is like the big meal like unlike dinner <laughs> I guess in Spain mm-hmm. so it would be like I don't know like my host mom woke up at like 10 o'clock and started cooking and then we'd all be eating at like 12 or no it would be nice. like no she would get up at like 11, 10 or 11 to start cooking and we would start eating at like 2 because lunch was yeah later. lunch not at yeah and so this was so long ago I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm like trying to think back to fresh okay so we would start lunch at like 2 and we would literally eat until like 3 30 and like everybody would like sit at the table the host sister her boyfriend the mom the my roommate and like sometimes like a friend would come over whatever we would all be sitting at the table eating like having long conversations and then mm-hmm. by the time like 3 30 came around we were all just like tired and it was siesta anyways so we would all just like sleep <laughs> for a good amount of time and then sometimes like later in the day like I would go out for like tapas and stuff with friends so like that's the only food I would really pay for gotcha. and then like dinner would be at like 10 p.m and yeah. that would be like a sandwich Bruh, getting used to that late dinner, I would be starving. (laughs) Like at my first host family, it was like 1030. And then at least the second host family, they were like older. So like we ate at like nine. Oh, that's early. I know, right? (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. Like I would be starving and then come back and it would be a nasty. So I just started getting dinner before dinner just in case it was nasty. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. There's this place called Gino's which is basically like a chain olive garden for Spain. Oh. <laughs> 
I went there all the time, bro. They wow. knew me. I would go. I'd be like, give me some wine. Give me this <laughs> pasta. And I would chow down. And then I started getting like Uber Eats delivery. Like what? whatever their version is. And like I would like sneak out, sneak out the apartment like at like 1 a.m. and get my Uber Eats. Because <laughs> I was so hungry. Wow. We had completely different experiences. <laughs> And you mentioned a dog, right? No. Wait, your host family didn't have a dog? No. Well, mine did. I don't even know why I thought you said you had a dog. Mine <laughs> did. And the dog got zero baths the whole time I was there. What? Was it just like funky and stuff? And it was an indoor dog. Like, oh my God. I used to get so mad if the dog ever came in my room. His name was Teen. And oh my gosh, I was excited about having a dog, but I didn't know that his family wasn't ever going to wash their dog. Like he would come in my room and I would have to literally spray air freshener like he would come in my room for like one second and I would be so pissed off because it made the room smell disgusting was he like well he was an old dog he wore a diaper oh he peed on my roommate's bed because she let him sleep with him <laughs> wait you had a I thought you stayed by yourself no she had a room the, it was like a five bedroom department. oh okay 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 yeah we both had our own rooms but um and like her name was Carissa hey Carissa if you're listening to this but she let teen sleep in her bed she was not black by the way <laughs> <laughs> and he peed in her bed. No, that's terrible. Like, <laughs> like the dog is like 10 years old. Yeah, I don't know why she would let <laughs> sleep. I wouldn't let him walk in my room, yeah. touch my bed. You, you, knew got, you got me like, like, because she smelled dog. Like they had the groomer come one time. I've never heard a dog scream like this before, but they got the dog groomed like in the house because they had like a, like a washroom or something. And literally I was like, the dog's going to smell fresh. Da, 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 da. The only thing the groomer did was shave the dog. He didn't give the dog a bath. <laughs> I was so bad. This is this is unboxing a lot of pain. I just decided to forget about your experience. Just sounds so stressful. (laughs) Okay, whatever. So, what else about your study abroad was way better than mine? (laughs) I'm trying to think. What else happened? What did you do? Like weekends? Like did you travel? Like okay, yeah. So I did have like a good program where they like showed us a bunch of different trips and stuff we could go on. So like we did like a weekend trip to Portugal one one weekend we did like weekend trips to like other cities around Spain and then we also had like kind of like a summer break in between like our sessions during the whole program and so during mm-hmm. that break we had like a week and a half off and we did like um, one of my like good friends that I met while abroad there we like did kind of like backpacking trip around Europe and so we started casual <laughs> yeah. what cities did you go to on this backpack we did trip Belgium lol we did Belgium we did Amsterdam. We did Paris. Where else? Barcelona. That was still Spain, though. Did you do like trains or planes? Oh, both. We did like trains, buses, and planes. So we flew. Okay, so we were in Salamanca. We took like a bus to Madrid and we stayed in Madrid for a bit. Then we flew to Belgium and then took a train from Belgium to the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. I want to say. And actually, no, actually, we took a bus from Belgium to the Netherlands. And this is like the cheap bus ride. Yeah. And it was actually a super dramatic thing because my friend had bought the tickets and she like in Europe, it's like military time. So she bought the tickets for like 730, thinking it was like 730 p.m. But it was actually 730 a.m. And oh, we, showed up, <laughs> we showed up. We wouldn't even say 730. 
1930. It would have said... It would have said, like, like 19. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like 1930, yeah. So, oh, I get it. She thought it was 730. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, cool. So we showed up to the... We thought we had, like, the whole day in Belgium, and we show up to the bus station later that night, and the guy's looking at us like, you missed your bus, and we're, we're like... <laughs> By a lot possible. of time. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, that's not possible. And then he's like, this is says, this says 730. Like, <laughs> thinking we can't, like, retime. And then I realized, like, oh, my gosh, bought the wrong ticket. <laughs> and so we had to, like, buy brand new tickets and we got back on track. But we also went a little over budget <laughs> during this, like, travel experience. And also, yeah. we, like, didn't want to spend. I think our budget for, like, that whole week was, like, $5. So we were like y'all struggling. stayed on the street? <laughs> Is that when y'all, like, yes. slept in bus stations or something? Yes. <laughs> we got to Amsterdam. <laughs> we couldn't afford to stay anywhere in Amsterdam. So we stayed in like the train station and met uh-uh, like a random backpacker and played cards no. with him all night. <laughs> I ain't doing none of that home stuff. <laughs> I'm coming with a budget for accommodation. It was it was an interesting experience, but it was only like it was like a nine day trip in total. Um, definitely worth it if you really want to. Like, I mean, after freshman year, that was the time to like struggle, and it was okay. So if you if you're interested in that type of trip, I definitely recommend doing it while you're young. And I don't. We stayed in a little hostel. This is how bougie I was. We stayed in a hostel in Amsterdam. I was like, oh my God. It was nice because it was like a hotel turned into a hostel. But we requested an all girls room. We checked in there like we're out, but there's like one guy in the room. And I was like, heck no. <laughs> I was like so offended. I was scared. I was like, I can't do this. Oh like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so we did sleep there, but like he was gone the next day. So I was like, thank goodness. And we didn't have any other guests in our room. So I think they like literally blocked our room off because I complained so much. <laughs> I did not have any guests like during the rest of our stay. Yeah, yeah, I was not having it. Like if you've only stayed, like I had never done anything. I've never been camping. I've never done any of that. So I was like, this is camping, period. <laughs> Hostels are camping. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. But also, I mean, like I have... I have like I guess like a sense when it comes to safety and everything but people do like yell at me and like think I'm just like I don't know like that I don't care about my own safety when I'm traveling but I do and hmm. I, I don't hmm. <laughs> sleeping on the train bench with a homeless no. guy <laughs> who just happened to have okay. some cars first of all we just like stayed up the whole time and he wasn't homeless he was also a student backpacker oh it was homeless because he didn't have a hotel <laughs> okay fine <laughs> That may be true. But yeah, you know, if you can travel around like in the States by yourself and, you know, and have fun and whatnot, you'll be fine. Just like traveling through Europe alone. I ain't nowhere in the States on the street. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, I also did weekend travel during my time. Like I said, I went to Amsterdam, but I also went to Portugal, Morocco. Oh my gosh, Morocco. I was also saving money. So instead of buying a flight, I opted into a City Life Madrid trip that included a 12-hour drive and a 30-minute ferry to Morocco. (laughs) It was an overnight drive on like a coach bus. Okay. Oh, but Overnight's not bad. That's like saving money. 
yeah it was yeah but it was just like annoying college guys talking the whole night obnoxiously loud and like nobody could sleep everybody was like so mad at these people like just like if you're a frat guy like don't be that guy please (laughs) because like nobody could sleep and like the whole trip like every time we had to get on the bus everyone made sure they were on the opposite bus like people were fighting to be on the opposite bus of those guys like even if it was like a 10 minute drive oh my like god excursion. like nobody wanted to be on the bus with them because they were so annoying anyways so we had morocco i did like a bunch of cities in spain which is cool because my program included a lot of um weekend trips to like different cities in spain so like i said we did salamanca we did segovia toledo oh, i think i yeah i think i skipped like the barcelona trip like not through my school but some people went to barcelona because i had already gone um did what's in like the south of spain we skipped granada oh my god that made me so mad but we did like the other cordova sevilla and sevilla yeah so those were really nice so we did a lot in spain which was cool did you um, oh yeah i did bilbao san sebastian guernica it was like all on one trip north of spain is where it's at if you want good food yeah. go to the north of spain it's close to france yeah. therefore good food. yeah don't sleep on the north of spain i don't know if i would study abroad in the north of spain they kind of rough around the edges and it also gets really cold there the, <laughs> during the winter yeah in the dialect like, well, oh yeah me. oh my gosh yeah i cannot speak <laughs> <I don't swear. laughs> there's catalan and barcelona and then and the north of spain oh my god i'm missing I, i'm forgetting all my spanish history but they like what is that called oh my god i feel like a dummy because i literally slaved away at these like spanish culture classes <laughs> and now i forget everything that's what happened but um anyways they speak different dialects yeah i remember we did one weekend trip in like vigo which is like worst spain <laughs> and like they like their dialect was galatian or something like that and oh, yeah my host parents were from galicia okay north of spain they speak the basque region they speak basque okay <laughs> i feel so dumb but yeah <laughs> but like people were like going in like they were just really speaking like in like gallego whatever the <laughs> the <laughs> dialect is and i was not understanding anything at all it was so stressful and they're like do you speak like castilian or castilian yeah like when we went to like the basque region just like all the signs and like all the like names of food yeah like pinchos and like yeah. all that stuff like instead of tapas they they have pinchos but pinchos are way better because they're actually like chefed up and like you have to hold those to like a high standard because like people will not come to your restaurant if you're but okay. yeah the, the basque region pretty okay um yeah um what else about study abroad before we kind of get into uh, part two of this yeah. episode so how did oh, you cost. Yeah, so how did you pay for your program yeah so the great thing about doing a program that was connected to my university here in the u.s was that my scholarship and my financial aid and like all my e-bills were they did not change like i didn't have to pay anyone else um my scholarship made studying abroad and being at usc the same price so for some um programs usc is tricky actually so be careful when you look at the price of program because like say i went to somewhere in latin america the tuition is cheaper however because i have scholarship at usc they adjust the scholarship to the tuition so like say you have a half tuition scholarship at usc so like usc is probably like fifty thousand for um tuition so like you would pay twenty five thousand. but if you go to a school that's fourteen thousand in latin america you still only you still 
still have to pay half. Like, oh, yeah. They were really tricky with that. And like, I'm glad I didn't go somewhere just because I thought it was cheaper because USC would have scammed. <laughs> and so I ended up I ended up paying a lot less than people thought they were paying less, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, yeah, that's schools. And that's not just a USC thing. Like all schools, I feel like try to trick that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was how I like that cost of it. And then budget, like as far as like spending money there, I spent so much money. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I think I budgeted like a thousand dollars a month <laughs> while I was there. And the way it worked out was I don't think I spent a thousand dollars a month, but like the first month I definitely did because that was the month I booked all my travel weekend trips. Also, when we got to Spain in January, oh my gosh, if you like shopping, just don't study abroad in the spring <laughs> because there's rebajas for the first like um, two to three weeks of the sales January <laughs> and the sales are ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's the only like and it's the only time during the spring that things will be on sale. So everyone's like, don't sleep on this. Like this is not normal. Like things really aren't on sale. So I was I purchased a lot yeah, of things. It was the same <laughs> in Salamanca during the summer. Like, no, like in the middle of like July, <laughs> they'll come on and, and I spent so much money. And they say for the black girl. Oh my gosh, it was not safe. My bank account was not safe. No one was <laughs> safe. Yeah. So if you're a shopaholic, have your coins ready. If you like traveling and not staying in train stations to sleep, have your budget ready. But some people didn't like a thousand dollars a month was like I was still working. Some people weren't working while they're abroad. Like I still have my YouTube coins and like sponsorships and stuff. Like I still had income. Yeah. Other yeah, people could not have jobs theory. because you really yeah. can't work abroad without like, you know, the authorizations, which you won't have it. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So my program, it was since it wasn't like through my school, I did have to pay like out of pocket for it. And so I did have scholarships, but like in general, if you didn't have scholarships for the full 12 weeks, it was about like somewhere between five and six thousand dollars. But that also that included like your flight. It didn't like oh snap. Yeah. <laughs> um, it included like your there was like an orientation in the UK, like London for like the first weekend, and then also y'all bougie. It, it also included like a couple weekend trips and like one was Madrid, like some was in Spain. So like I thought like that's not like that bad of a price considering like that covered like all your housings and transportation. So that was like, but there were scholarships that you could apply for. I got mine through AIFS and it was just like a like a minority scholarship that you could apply for. But there's like a bunch of other ones depending on the program you're doing. There's like some if you want to go like for a whole year, like they'll cover like the whole entire thing for you if you apply. Um, if you want to go for a semester, if you reach like certain credentials, they'll cover your semester. You just have to like look at the program. Yeah, I think we had some scholarships too. Like there's a scholarship our school had. Like if you like did blog posts the whole time you're there, like you got like a thousand dollars. Yeah, but then yeah, also with spending money, I was in the same boat as Joy. Like the sales are going on. I was traveling a lot. <laughs> it's hard to resist. <laughs> yeah, so that's Show really for Morocco. All all the <laughs> yeah, that's where all of my money went. Especially and I was there during the summer, so like the weather was nice, and I wasn't really stressed about I don't know like things going wrong, like the cold weather mm-hmm. or anything. So I did spend a lot of money on that stuff. That's fair. No, yeah, <laughs> I spent a lot of money on like sweaters. I I got like a couple new coats just because it was way colder. Like Spain, it doesn't snow, but like that wind is brisk. Like oh my gosh, I remember when we went to Segovia. It was so freaking cold. Segovia is like in the mountains or some weird stuff. And so yeah, that was like it was so cold. I had a like turtleneck jackets like it was cold <laughs> so that is basically a good roundup of our study abroad experience so make sure you guys stay tuned for the rest of the study abroad series we have how you guys can find the road program and get ready for 
pre-abroad and all of that stuff. And then we also have how to take advantage of your actual experience when you get to your foreign country of choice. And also just like post-abroad reflections. We did a lot in this episode, but kind of less like takeaways and why we think everyone needs to study abroad. So I hope you guys enjoyed part one. Definitely share this episode with anyone you know who wants to study abroad or any of your friends who studied abroad and you guys just want to reflect and have a great time. But other than that, we're going to peace out and see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you're subscribed to receive new episodes every Tuesday and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We also love to talk to you guys on social media. So share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram stories tagging at Melanin and Miles to start chatting with us.